It is Friday, March the 9th, 2018, and you are listening to I Am Orlandis, the podcast featuring your host, Orlandis Dawson. Today we're going to talk about some boxing, we're going to go over some MMA fights, we have some great things going on, but thank God it's Friday, and thank God you are here with me at I Am Orlandis, the podcast. Yeah. Again, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here with us. I am Orlandis. We're going to go over some fights this weekend. And one of the first fights that's happening is Mikey Garcia versus Sergey Lipinitz. And if you don't haven't heard of Mikey Garcia, let me just tell you, he is one of the most overlooked champions in boxing, one of the most overlooked people in boxing, and he is the reason that I feel that the pound-for-pound pound list in boxing is is and always will be a joke. It's a marketing tool. It's whoever can pay, whichever promoter can pay the pound-for-pound pound rankers the most money to put their fighter up there because there's absolutely no rhyme or reason why the people who are in the number one spot and 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 who have held the number one spot for the last few months and even years, there's no reason why or no criteria you can use to prove why they are number one. For instance, Triple G has been the number one pound-for-pound fighter in boxing for some time now. Now, I will admit and agree that his accomplishments should have him at the top of the list. He is the undisputed middleweight champion, the undisputed middleweight king. He has 37 fights under his belt, and he has 33 knockouts. He should definitely be one of the top fighters on the top of the pound-for-pound list. He should not be the top fighter. Why? Because quality of opponents should come into play and career accomplishments. Triple G has only fought two world champions his entire career. The rest of the fighters are his fights coming up and then after champion they were just mandatories there were no big fights his his first big blockbuster fight against a legitimate legend a legitimate world champion was against canelo alvarez and it was a draw so how is he the number one fighter pound for pound and then at number two you have just i, I agree that terence crawford is a great fighter great accomplishments and he should always be at the top of the list he should also be at the top of the list Probably not number two, but he definitely should be up there. But then, here's the joke. Number three, one of my favorite fighters in the game right now is ranked number three on the pound-for-pound pound joke of a list, and that's Vasily Lomachenko. Now, don't get me wrong. Before you go all crazy, I think Loma is a legend already, and he's only had, what, 11 fights? The guy just, you can see in his skills that he is a legend in the making but he is not a legend yet. He has not had the type of opponent that will make you a legend. He's not been tested against multiple world champions and he has not won multiple division titles to put him in the pound for pound ranking and to put him at the top, the top three. He's only had 11 fights, 11 fights. How are you 
number three pound for pound and you've only fought 11 people. And one of those fights you lost, you got beat and you only had 11 fights. The other guys are 33 and 0, 37 and 0, 30 and 0, and you're 10 and 1 and you're number three. Are you kidding me? The pound for pound list, I'm sorry guys. I know fight fans, we've lived under the rule of this pound for pound list because it's in the press, it's in the, it's in the magazines and all that stuff and they all talk about it, but the pound for pound list in boxing is a joke. It always has been, it always will be. It's a marketing tool to get attention to a certain fighter because the promoter pays the boxing magazines, he pays writers, he pays people to put his guy on the top of the pound for pound list and they do it. But in reality, it's a joke. Triple G is not the best fighter pound for pound because he hasn't proven it. In the real world, the top fighter pound for pound is Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia has a 33 wins, zero losses, and 30 KOs. I might have that, actually I have that record wrong. Mikey Garcia has 37 wins, zero losses, with 30 KOs. Now here's where he should be at the top of the list because of his accomplishment. He has defeated five current and former world champions. He has moved up. He has won titles in three divisions. On Saturday, he goes for his fourth division against Sergei Lipinitz. He started at featherweight, won a title, went to super featherweight, won a title, went to lightweight, won a title. Now he's fighting at super lightweight to go for a title. His plan is to move up to welterweight and win a title there. That would be five divisions, but he's already done three, five world champions, and he's going for number four. Why is he not the number one pound for pound fighter? His accomplishments alone speak for themselves. The names of the fighters that he's beaten, his record and the records of his opponents speak for themselves. Yeah, I think they have him like at number seven. It's a joke. Anyway, let's talk about Sergey Lipinitz. He is 18 and 0 with, uh, I'm sorry, 13 and 0 with 10 knockouts. He is a super lightweight champion. He's from Russia. He has one punch knockout KO power. He is 77% ratio in his knockouts and they call him the Samurai. This should be a good fight. Mikey Garcia is favored to win, but I think he has his work cut out for him, not only because Sergey is bigger, but because Sergey is a great fighter. I'm picking Mikey Garcia to win the fight, stopping Sergey in the late rounds. His experience, his 37 fights experience over Sergey's 13 fights will be the difference in this fight, and Mikey Garcia will win, either by stoppage or by decision. Now let's go to the news. Manny Pacquiao is scheduled to fight Mikey Alvarado on the Jeff Horn Terrence Crawford undercard. However, according to sources close to the situation today, Manny Pacquiao had to pull out of that fight because of issues with the IRS. Now, they didn't disclose what those issues were, but I feel sorry for the guy. Manny Pacquiao, in his later career, I mean, he was one of the most exciting fighters in the history of boxing. I mean, when you think of exciting fighters in history, two names come up, Mike Tyson, Manny Pacquiao. And to see him in, at this point of, in the twilight of his career, 
suffering first losses from a virtually unknown fighter who used to be a school teacher, um, having issues with pulling out of fights, having issues with the IRS and having to pull out of this fight. I was excited to see Manny Pacquiao versus Mike Alvarado because I want to see Manny Pacquiao end his career on his shield. I want to see him end it with a win. I want to see him just say goodbye to all the people that supported him, to the boxing world. It'll be a great goodbye, but unfortunately, his goodbye will have to wait. Also in Pacquiao news, it has been reported that Freddie Roach will no longer be in Manny Pacquiao's corner. That's the first time in many years that Freddie Roach will not be Manny Pacquiao's trainer. And again, it's just, it just seems like everything is falling apart for Pacquiao. Um, I hope he gets this fight soon. I hope he gets the win and I hope he retires. He's already had a great career. He has nothing to prove. Manny Pacquiao, thank you for all the excitement. Come back, get Mike Alvarado out there, and enjoy your retirement. All right, coming up in, in also in boxing news, we have the fight coming up on March the 31st, heavyweight fight Joseph Parker takes on champion Anthony Joshua. Now, if you've never seen Joseph Parker fight, he is a knockout artist. He is a great boxer. This fight is a very dangerous fight for Anthony Joshua. It should be a very good fight. That fight coming up in Mar on March 31st. If you check us out on Facebook at The Fight Club, we'll have all the leading, everything leading up to this fight. The takeover, we'll have their press conferences, we'll have their face-to-face -face interviews, we'll have all that stuff. Uh, we still feel that the heavyweight division is the most important division in boxing. Even though the lighter weights over the last few years have had the bigger money fights, still boxing goes as the heavyweights go. So we have now Anthony Joshua, we have Deontay Wilder, we still have you know, I still don't think Klitschko is done. I think he's still in, in the wings waiting for the right opportunity to fight someone. But we, we have some great heavyweights out there. Uh, it's an exciting division again. Ortiz is still exciting. He's still there. Uh, Deontay White is still there. I mean, we have some good heavyweights in this division that makes this division exciting and some upcoming fights exciting. Even Tyson Fury, for all his antics, for all his issues and all his trouble, he's a great heavyweight. He's a good heavyweight. I want to see him in that mix. We might have a big four in the heavyweight division of our era and uh, just excited about the upcoming fights. Um, Anthony Joshua versus Wilder, his uh, promoter, went on record to saying he wants to make that happen. After the Joseph Parker fight, should Anthony Joshua win, he wants to make the the uh, Anthony Joshua Deontay Wilder fight happen sometime later this year, maybe in December or early next year. So look for that fight to be very soon. Should Anthony Joshua get past Joseph Parker? Now they they both might have one fight in between there, but they will definitely 
according to Joshua's promoter, Eddie Hearn, they'll definitely try to make that fight towards the end of the year or the beginning of next year. So that should be really exciting. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm also looking forward to next time with you. Until then, this is Orlandis at I Am Orlandis, the podcast. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Don't drink and drive. Have a good weekend. And we'll see you next time.